it's no longer really an opportunity or choice, it's an imperative. To telling the story, how do we make sure that um, you know we're taking full advantage of any and all assets that are on the, the grid and at customer premises. Each episode, we delve into the world of energy, aiming to bridge the gap of understanding and challenge conventional thinking. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the AI360 podcast. I'm joined here with David Swink, our CEO, and my name is Sandy Coughlin, and we are with an exchange. And today, we're going to continue our discussion on microgrids. Um, David, we have a really cool guest today, one of my favorite people, and I'm going to introduce him. I get the honor of introducing him. So he is an advisory board member. He has 40 plus years as an electrical utility executive, and he has served as CEO in those in in the utility space, and he's also served on the board of the National Cooperative Finance Corporation. And without further ado, one of my favorite people, R.B. Sloan. Welcome, R.B. Well, good morning. Thank you for the opportunity to, to join you. Now, I, uh, Our pleasure. Yes, yes. Well, I, I All right. I'm going ahead, Sandy. Sorry, David. I just keep interrupting everybody. I'm going to turn the time over. David, I, I do want to mention, so... We we're talking about microgrids this month in August and the U.S. microgrid market, you've, you've mentioned this a few times in lots of different discussions, that it's continuing to grow at about a 19% average annual rate. So lots of potential for microgrids. Uh, and I'm really excited to hear what RB's take is, um, having as much experience as he does and, and still seeing all these really amazing new innovative tools that are being introduced to the market. So I'm going to turn the time over to you two to let this discussion continue. Well, Sandy, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have uh, guests like RB on the podcast. And, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks have been kind of a whirlwind. RB and I had the opportunity uh, last uh, week to be in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, meeting at the Pentagon, talking about microgrids on military bases. And uh, this week, we, of course, were at NREL, uh, talking with NREL about some really exciting, innovative things that are happening in the market of microgrids and virtual power plants and derms. As David mentioned, our team recently had the opportunity to visit NREL in Colorado. NX has established the Emerging Energy Research Association as a partnership with universities, corporate partners, and national labs. The focus is to shape policy, engage energy stakeholders, advance emerging energy solutions, enable tech transfer, and provide new curriculum and internship opportunities. In addition, it establishes named funds for the following areas of research, decarbonization, grid interactive efficient buildings, advanced analytics, integrated distributed energy resources, microgrids, and smart cities. Our team also showed off the mobile microgrid. It is a pleasure to have RB on here. And, you know, uh, I, one of the things that I, I, I would say before I introduce RB is I'm reminded of a story of a gentleman who bought a radio uh, back uh, years and years ago um, from, and uh, it was actually uh, where he brought the radio home. Uh, he set it up on top of the refrigerator and he turned the dial to WSM. I don't know if you're all familiar with WSM radio, but it's, the, it's one of the most popular radio stations in the world. It's the Grand Ole Opry. And he proceeded to pull the knob off of the radio because he really had felt he had tuned in to everything he ever wanted to hear or expected to hear. <clears throat> and you know, RB, I, I can say that after knowing you for a number of years now, uh, I appreciate that you didn't pull the knobs off of the, the learning about the electric industry and where it's going. You're one of those that uh, I have such respect that you continue to push and engage and 
uh, use the insights and wisdom you've gained for many years to continue to help this industry evolve. I know we share a lot of passion about co-ops. One of the things I really appreciate about co-ops, and I know we both share this, is uh, they were born out of being pioneers, uh, you know, had a pioneering spirit. And I really believe in this new era of microgrids and derms. It's going to take new pioneers. It's going to take that same pioneering spirit we had 75 years ago to, to really reignite new opportunities, new ways of doing things. And I know that you have that vision as well. Uh, I think it's going to be an entire paradigm change. And one of the things we want to unpack in this podcast is to continue to kind of break down some myths, break down paradigms. If, if, if our audience hasn't had the opportunity, uh, uh, Sandy, I would really encourage them to uh, read the book called The Third Wave. <clears throat> you know, The Third Wave really talks about, you know, what's been happening in the broad digitization of our society where, you know, it started out being building the Internet. And then the second wave was, you know, building apps and, you know, doing work on the Internet. And now we're in that in that stage of the Internet of everything. Uh, and, and, you know, we all understand there's more IoT devices, Internet of, of, of things than there are people. And so we're seeing that ability to create more intelligence and that more intelligence is changing how we do things. And so, again, um, I just really I wanted to, to set that stage, RB, again, um, RB, I really do appreciate you. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure getting to work with you, as, as Sandy indicated uh, you're on our advisory board, uh, uh, actually uh, part of a consulting for our company, and you're, you're a tremendous value to us, but more importantly, you're a tremendous friend to, to us as well. So great to have you on today, and RB, I'm going to kind of start it by actually asking you kind of a broad question, and, and that is, uh, as you have really kind of witnessed this industry over the last, you know, 40 plus years in your, in your, uh, in your career, I'm sure you would have to agree it's probably one of the most transformational times we've ever seen. And and I think that we would really like to hear from you today, and I think our audience would like to hear from you today, um, just how you see this this evolving as a broad energy sector, but also how you see microgrids and virtual power plants and derms, these new terms, how you see that playing out and, and uh, you know, where we're going as an industry. So again, I'm going to turn it over to you and thank you for joining us today. Well, first, thank you for the opportunity, and I didn't realize you, you knew that story about me buying that radio so many years ago, so, uh, yeah, uh, just for the audience, so these folks are being nice, I'm actually closer to 50 than 40, so, in terms of years in the program, uh, you know, I, I tell people, I are an engineer, uh, that's, my background is power engineering, that's what I went to school for, and really kind of grew up in it, and, uh, I've had an opportunity to have some pretty neat jobs and uh, involvement in a number of things over the years. And all of it, I would say, David, I've been preparing for where we are today. You know, I wish I was 20 years younger so I could help uh, see it through. And not that I have a big, a whole lot to contribute. I just want to see it happen. And uh, it is it is a new day. It is a new opportunity. I, uh, just a little bit of background to try to give some some flavor to what I'm going to try to say. Uh, you know, I am a power engineer. I uh, came up through the engineering operations side of things. And back then, uh, you could about get involved in anything you wanted to at the co-op. You just, because, you know, things were changing. I'm, you know, I'm part of the baby boomer generation. 
and we've seen tremendous change. And I would say engineering's seen a uh, tremendous change. Operations have seen a tremendous change. You know, Ohm's law hasn't changed, and uh, that that's comforting. But at the same time, everything around it has, and that's what we're seeing today. Uh, I recall the day that I'd be working on something, I, and I'd say to myself, "Wouldn't it be nice if?" And with the technology we're using at NX, uh, you know, the ifs are ifs are there. Uh, we're doing it, and so I, I'm just super, super excited. Uh, you know, our, our visits to to uh, DC and uh, Pentagon and some of the customers we're working with, you know, the lights starting to come on. Uh, as an as a, I guess, setting his ways engineer to some extent. You know, I like the way old things used to work. But I tell people today, we no, long, we no longer have to calculate what the result might be. We actually witness what the result is. is. Yeah. And again, the yeah. technology we're using allows us to do it. But I'd say the biggest change in this, David, is, and I, I give you a really hard time about this a lot, I know, and you don't deserve it. But <laughs> David is, he's kind of hung up on this term, a generation of toaster. And I made a lot of fun of, of, of that for a while. And whether it's brilliance on his part or dumb luck, I kind of lean toward the latter to the prior, but whatever. <laughs> That's why I said don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, what's changed is the ability to look beyond the meter. <clears throat> and when we yeah. start talking about derms and, and uh, virtual power plants, microgrids, you know, all the things that we're working on today, if you're not looking beyond a meter, you got less than half the picture, and that's what we yeah. we've, been, we've settled for all these many years. And you know, you know, occasionally we'll try to look back there. You know, we got into load load management, uh, uh, load control devices, and was doing things back there. But with the technology we have today, uh, it, it's just mind-boggling what we can do, and it allows us to do such things as the as the digital twin. Now, I don't yeah. if people don't know what that what that term means. It's gonna it's gonna rock your life. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. change the way you do things and change the way you think. And you know, I, coming from from a co-op, a uh, couple co-ops co and actually a couple municipals. You know, I'd say our average load factor was in the fifty percent range, plus or minus five ten percent. So that meant that we're there's as much as eighty percent of your system is untapped. Is un is it's sitting there, but you're, you're not using it. And it, you know. I, I came up during the, the time of when a Dow built its stout. And so, you know, put in safety factors, whatever you'll call it. You always said, try to build your system, have excess capacity. And you really, without knowing what's beyond the meter, you, you almost had to do that. Well, again, I think what we're talking about doing is unleashing a tremendous amount of system capacity that we have taken for granted for many years and really never, never allowed it to enter into our decision-making. So uh, I, I'm, I have really enjoyed uh, working with uh, NX because I feel like they're bringing to, to the market, bringing to life uh, tools and applications that we've only, uh, I hate to use the word dreamed of in the past, but, uh, something similar to that. Well, 
We lost David. Did I bore you? So I guess you just hung up on us. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. But I stayed, so. I, 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 I'm just concerned. He didn't like anything I was saying, so he hung up on us. So there's benefits to technology, and sometimes it makes you mad. <laughs> so this is one of those times. <laughs> but I'll continue. I'm hoping David can dial back in. If not, well, we'll just go on without him. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just forge ahead. Heck?